Welcome to FedScoop's podcast series on federal IT security brought to you today by Forcepoint. I'm your host, Wyatt Cash, and in today's episode, we're talking about how federal agencies can take greater advantage of the government's next phase of its continuous diagnostics and mitigation program to more quickly assess and respond to their IT security risks. Joining us to talk about that today is Kevin Cox, Program Manager, Continuous Diagnostics and Mitigation at the Department of Homeland Security, which is the federal department responsible for the CDM program. Kevin, welcome to today's program. Thank you for having me. Good afternoon. And also joining us today is Eric Trexler, Vice President of Global Governments and Critical Infrastructure at Forcepoint, leading enterprise and government cybersecurity software and service provider. Eric, thank you for joining us as well. Thank you, Wyatt. I'm very happy to be here. Terrific. So, Kevin, let's start with you. CDM is now entering the third phase of its rollout, now called CDM Defend. What do agency leaders really need to know about this latest phase, and why does it matter to their mission and operations? Sure. We're looking at expanding out from the work we did with phase one, which was about understanding what is on the network, and phase two, which is about understanding the users connected to the network. And both of those were, uh, by and large, focused on the agency on-prem networks. So with phase three, we're looking to understand what is happening on the network. So we want to get a better understanding of whether it's with the on-premise networks or as we move out to the network boundary and beyond, out to the cloud, out to mobile devices, just getting a broader understanding and a better understanding of wherever agencies have data We want to ensure we're helping agencies get better visibility of that data and getting an understanding of the cybersecurity protections in place around that data. So with CDM Defend, CDM Defend is our acquisition strategy. We're implementing new long-term task orders that allow the agencies to get the additional capabilities both through DHS funding as well as through their own funding as appropriate. So we have a lot more flexibility in in terms of the use of the contract. Uh, As mentioned, it is a longer-term runway, uh, so we have a lot more flexibility from a time standpoint. And then we also have high monetary ceilings on the contract, so that gives us the ability to put funding against the contract across the number of years that each task order is in place to really give us the maximum flexibility, as mentioned, to help the agencies get these different protections in place and different visibility so that, once again, wherever they have data, uh, they, they can ensure they know about it and that it's properly protected. Well, I believe there's general agreement that uh, phases one and two did prove to be a bit more difficult than expected for agencies, in part because of how important it was to get the program up and running quickly. You know, some agencies, for example, said that they didn't all have the resources to tackle the work that they uh, needed to implement CDM. But now that we're at phase three and many of those tools and contract vehicles are in place, how ready do you feel agencies are to actually move forward and take advantage of DEFEND? It helps getting the initial capabilities in place with Phase 1 in particular, and and we're continuing to roll out Phase 2 as well with understanding who the users are and who the privileged users are. So getting that, that initial visibility and really getting that foundation laid will help us going forward in terms of building on that and bringing in new capabilities. The other key piece with the phases one and two efforts was building out the agency dashboards where able to get data feeds coming up from the sensors out on the network 
to be able to get real-time or near real-time visibility of the different assets and different users in the environment. And then standardizing that data, normalizing it, and feeding it up to the agency dashboard so that the agencies can get object-level understanding of what's in their environment and be able to ensure things are patched and, and configured properly. And then we summarize that data up to the federal dashboard. So again, we get the broader visibility. So having that foundation, having those dashboards in place will really help us moving forward in terms of adding additional capabilities. The other thing I just wanted to mention is that with the implementation of the CDM Defend acquisition strategy and implementing these longer-term task orders, we took the lessons learned from phases one and two in terms of some of the schedule tightness in terms of being able to get work done in a specific window. We've expanded out those windows now. We've expanded out the ability for us to schedule work at different intervals, whereas before we really had to ensure the work was getting done when it was originally scheduled, and so there was not a lot of flexibility there. So we really worked to take the lessons learned from the initial phases and build the capabilities in place with the new defend acquisition approach in order to help us with scheduling work and help make this successful as we can make it going forward. I appreciate your mentioning that. Eric, let me get your take from industry's point of view. You work with a lot of agencies. How ready do you feel those agencies are to actually begin taking advantage of Defend with the expert data and threat intelligence it is capable of providing? And what do you see in place to help them maybe take a more effective advantage of it faster with all that CDM now has to offer? So I think it really depends on the agency and where they are in the CDM program or their life cycle today, right? If they're, they're like OPM is a great example, they're pretty much through phases one and two. So they understand the what and the who from a user perspective is on their network. They can now start looking at the defend component to it and, and actually protecting data on their network. But it, it really depends on where the agency is. And I think it, how they look at the CDM program, we look at phase three and defend as almost a, a new start. You know, there have been a lot of lessons learned. And as Kevin was articulating, those lessons have been brought into phase three to make it for a smoother, much more enduring process. Additionally, I think it depends on where the organizations are from a deployment perspective. Are they using cloud services? Are they using mobile services? Some of the new capabilities that Kevin and his team have opened up under phase three or defend, who's using those services? What are they doing with them? And then how do they deploy technology to address it? But it really depends on the agency, where they are, and, and how open they are. Well, great. Kevin, let me ask you this, and then I'd like to follow up with Eric. What are the top benefits that agencies should expect to see over the next year or two as Defend or, or Phase 3 begins to really get traction? And how would you suggest larger agencies might see those benefits differently than smaller agencies? Sure. What we're looking to do is to really help fill out the visibility that the agencies need in order to ensure that their networks are protected and, more importantly, the data that they are responsible for, that it's protected as well. So the, the greatest benefit that we're working to provide for the agencies is just getting that full and complete visibility across their entire environment, all of their networks, all of their systems, to know that wherever they have government data that they're responsible for and they need to protect, that number one, they know where that data is located, and then number two, understand the protections around that and then the users that have access to the data and be able to identify if 
something is anomalous, if something's not operating properly or that it's out of a particular standard range, that they can identify that and bring attention to it to ensure that any issues or incidents are addressed quickly and bring everything back into a normal operating standard. And so it's really the great benefit will be giving those agencies that full understanding of their environment and their data. Well, great. And Eric, what else might you add to that in the way of the benefits that you see from your perspective? And, and maybe what do you think agencies still aren't fully grasping in the way of benefits? So I think we have to take ourselves back to the beginning before CDM. And this is a predominantly slow paper-based manual risk assessment process. So CDM brings automation, near real-time automation. It brings funding and capability. I think in, in some of our travels, the agencies still don't understand. They're still not grasping onto the capabilities of the program, not just from a funding perspective and from a uh, .gov domain awareness perspective, but how they can take advantage of this to accelerate their cybersecurity needs. Right. CDM program, especially with phase three now, allows them to identify what's happening on the, you know, who's on the network, what's on the network, what's happening on the network, and then it allows them to bring protection to protect their users and, and data um, and dynamically mitigate risk. That's a huge benefit compared to where agencies were two, three years ago even. I would certainly agree. Well, Kevin, as we start to wrap up, what one or two recommendations might you offer agency executives to make sure they're moving deliberately enough to really improve their security posture using the various tools that CDM has to offer? Each of the agencies have a program manager associated with the effort. So my first recommendation would be to ensure that the Agency leadership and the agency CDM team are, are reaching out and communicating with that PM and the, the rest of the team uh, to ensure that we understand what their needs are, make sure that uh, we have a proper understanding of the efforts that have occurred so far with phases one and two, and work to help us get a plan in place moving forward to help the agency with the deployment of the phase three efforts and future activities and capabilities. So. Uh, that communicating with the PM team is really a, a, a crucial point. The other thing is to take a look across their particular agency and see what uh, is working well for the agency and identify those areas that they might need some additional support. And again, once they have that understanding, bring that to our PM team as well, and we can bring that into the discussion and look at how we can assist with helping the agency address those other areas. Again, with the long-term goal of helping the agency get full visibility near real-time and in real-time of what their agency environment looks like, what their data looks like, and again, to ensure that it's protected properly. Mm-hmm. And Eric, any last thoughts that you might add? You know, I'd absolutely agree. I mean, all of these organizations, whether big or small, are trying to figure out how to secure their infrastructure, to secure their data, and protect their people. And the CDM program brings a unique capability, and it will work well when you bring in the CDM PMO, when you've got your program manager, your integrator, and the vendors with the technology, and you're all working together towards a common goal. Um, from an integrator perspective, it's critical because they're learning lessons every day at the different agencies that they can bring to you to make things better. But it, it's really that core team 
working together that will lead to better protection, right? As uh, my CEO many times says, cybersecurity sometimes comes down to something as simple as being human, right? Working together, those components working together will make us much better. And, and that's the CDM program helps enable that. Uh, well, I'm afraid that's all we have time for today. Kevin Cox at the Department of Homeland Security and Eric Trexler at Forcepoint, thanks for joining us to talk about CDM Defend and some of the steps that agencies can take to improve their IT security posture. And we also, of course, want to thank the folks at Forcepoint for underwriting today's episode. Don't miss our next podcast on CDM and federal IT security, where we look at ways agencies can use the CDM program to tap into federal cybersecurity and IT modernization funding. And look for more details on that and more of our coverage on CDM and federal IT security on fedscoop.com. This is Wyatt Cash. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>